Hey guys, this is a message to the free portion of the podcast listeners on Spotify and iTunes. I don't know if you know this, but I just got banned off Patreon. They ripped away my income. So it would mean a lot to me if you can come on over to Gumroad. That's where I'm hosting the show mainly. And the shows are usually an hour, 10, hour and a half long. So you're only getting five to 10 minutes here. It would be greatly appreciated if you can come on board Gumroad. Wrongop.gumroad.com or you can find the link on wrongopinion.net. Oh, hi, I'm Josh Cash, and this is Wrong Opinion. I have a, a double feature for you today. It's basically a double feature because I'm interviewing fitness guru, model, I, I don't even know what to call him, Alan Shear. He's going to join the show in about two minutes or so. Um, he's been kind of making waves, you know? He kind of uh, looks like a Greek god. His hair, the beard, he's fully embracing that aesthetic, which I think is a, you know, when people think about return to tradition, they think of like, you know, everyone should wear suits on an airplane. But this guy, he really takes it to heart, you know, thinking, uh, no, let's go back 2,000 years, 2,500 years, you know, I don't know. So we're going to talk about all of those things. Also, maybe tips, tips for you guys workout tips. I think he's only 20 years old. This is his profile. And uh, on Instagram, he has 80,000 followers, but some of his videos are getting like these reels. I mean, they're very regal, very regal reels. Some of them, one of them there has 4.7 million views. Some are in the hundreds of thousands. And I think people gravitate towards this kind of thing. You know, people gravitate towards this aesthetic because it is uncommon now. It is uncommon to unabashedly embrace this sort of thing. Also, I mean, if you just like, if you're, if you're kind of, if you're living in the States, basically we are inundated by fat. And um, regardless of your sexual orientation, it is nice to look at pretty people. It kind of, not only is it nice to look at pretty people, but it almost encourages you to want to look good looking or pretty if you're a female, you know? It's almost like all those magazines that we were told are making women anorexic, lies, lies. It made the crazy ones anorexic, but something, like now those same ones are now trans or something, you know? They embrace whatever crazy is available. But for everyone else, it was the sort of thing where, we look up to people who look good, not because we think they are virtuous or better than us, but because it's almost a sort of a, it's like a goal to attain for oneself. And I think that that's a good thing. Because if we're inundated by ugly, and if we surround ourselves by ugliness, even our entertainment our art, our buildings, our music. Right now we are being inundated by ugliness. So we are comfortable being ugly. We are comfortable being, you know, soft. So anyone like this kid, he's 20, so he's basically a kid, to me is a good, is a good, uh, you know, role model. Regardless of age, you could be 35 like me, you could be 40, whatever, and you can look at someone who's 20 and be like, yeah, that's fucking awesome. You know, I want to better myself, and when I have kids, 
I want them to be as good as this kid. Like, I'm interested. How does a 20-year-old become like him? Because, again, we're surrounded by ugliness. We're encouraged to be ugly. We are encouraged to be the worst possible version of ourselves. Not only are we encouraged, but it's celebrated. So how does one Gen Zer navigate all of that? Interesting questions. He should be coming on soon. Should I should I pause the podcast for a second to see if he's uh, DM'd me or something? I'm going to pause one second. Resuming now, you're here. Alan Shear, am I saying your name right? Yes, sir. There you go. You never know with, with uh, online people. You know, Definitely. it's like it's like you think you know someone just because you see their content and then you like come up with how their name sounds and you know, fifty percent of the time I'll get it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Um so you're twenty years old. Yes, sir. All right, I'm thirty five. Thirty five. But, but a thing that uh always astonishes me with people your age is that you kind of get your shit together really early on you know for me it took me to like my late 20s to kind of figure out like okay uh debauchery isn't very good you know sleeping with a million women it's not good you know sleeping around not good uh and and all of that and then you know once in a while i'll come across um people like you online and i'm like man that's so weird because um especially now what gen z has to navigate through is so uh hedonistic you know and like Uh, all the advice that they give us is completely wrong so how did you get to this point that's a great question (laughs) well it took a lot of hedonism at first you know i think you have to experience the hedonic treadmill in some sense where you are constantly seeking that short-term gratification you know whether that be through casual sex, drugs, alcohol, partying, pornography, whatever the medium may be for achieving that desire, that pleasure instantaneously, I think you have to play that out in some sense in order to earn that experience to then step back and take a look at things in a more introspective manner and think, what do I actually value? What's going to bring me success and satisfaction long term? And from there, I don't know, it just, it took a lot of trial and error to exactly. find out not. Yeah. You know, it's- n- not, I'm not going to get um, very political, but um, it's funny, like when you push back against certain things politically, the first thing that people do, women, women kind of use this attack more than men do against men. Uh, they always kind of say like, oh, well, you don't, you know, like you don't get women, you don't you don't sleep around like you're you're a virgin you're an incel blah 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 and it's it's like bizarre that that's the first thing they start to say when in reality a lot of people like us like what you just said it's um no we we tried your lifestyle and it kind of sucks like it it's not fulfilling at all and it there's nothing that you're building you're kind of stuck it's like a video game you're stuck in the first on the first level you're never never leveling up that's a great analogy yeah so it's just, um, you know, it's bizarre how that's kind of like how they attack you. But what was your upbringing like? Because, you know, I feel like, yeah, trial and error, but also like, you know, our, if, if we have good parents, that's who ultimately has to guide us more than anyone. 
I have to give a lot of credit to my parents. I think they did an exceptional job in both instilling good morals and also letting me go out on my own and experience things. They didn't shelter me too much. They allowed me the freedom to fail, which I think is a necessity that parents are missing out on. They just want yeah. to comfort their children nowadays. And I think that does them a disservice in the long run. Yeah. Where, where are you from? Where did you grow up? So I was born in Alabama. Mm -hmm. I lived in Alabama for a year. I moved to Georgia, lived there till I was about seven. Then I moved to Texas. I lived in Texas from ages seven to 19. And I just moved back to Alabama about a year and a half ago. Yeah, I kind of can hear an accent. I can't put my place on it. I'm, I grew up mostly in Miami. Miami? Know? Yeah. <laughs> Florida is a great place. It is. It is. But I don't know, just the states in general. Like right now, this is right behind me. This is Costa Rica. This is... Uh, Costa Rica? Yeah, I live here. I live here now. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's very, it's very pretty. It's kind of retarded a little bit. Like it's like a slow country, you know, sure. people kind of take it easy. Not, not much gets done, but, um, the people are nice. It's a really nice area. I moved out here with my wife and baby cause, uh, we, we were living in Los Angeles and I'm like, I'm not raising our kid here. We can't, we can't. he's a year and a half, year and a half, man. I bet that's a handful. Uh, yeah, but, but like, Everything that we've heard, my wife and I, has been a lie. You know, like, oh, you'll never sleep again. The, he sleeps through the night. I wake up before him, you know? And, I, and and since I don't go out drinking and all that, I go to bed shortly after he does, you know? Um, so, yeah, I mean, like, they're energetic and stuff, but, uh, you know, maybe we're just lucky he's a, a pleasure. You know, maybe the second one will be a terror whenever we get our second kid. But, um, no, I mean, it, it's been... It's all a lie. I think everything people say is to unsent like uh no to to kind of like sway you away from having kids now. 